everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Path 11 podcast. I'm your host, April Hanna. And today we are actually recording this from Virginia. Mike and I are on our way to go to the Monroe Institute for our premiere down there of the Path Evolution. We are really excited. Um, and since we've been traveling quite a bit, we had to take a little bit of a break from doing some interviews of our podcast. So I'm actually going to fill in and do a podcast on the chakras. But before we get into that, I just have a couple of announcements that I wanted to share with everyone. So like I said, we're headed down to the Monroe Institute. We're really excited to find out that it's actually sold out. Um, We have filled the room. There's a waiting list. So we're really excited to see so many people come out to the Monroe Institute. And we have a great Q&A panel afterwards, which I get really excited about. There's going to be William Buhlman, Patty Ray Avalon, and Skip Atwater answering questions that the audience may have. And one idea that we thought would be great was to try to bring the Q&A panel question and answers to you guys through our podcast. So if we have the means tonight to tap into their sound system, we're going to go ahead and record that and try to get the Q&A podcast out to you guys from the Monroe Institute maybe early next week on a Monday or a Tuesday, depending upon if that works out. We also had a great time in Norwood, Massachusetts, where we had Tom Campbell and Brenda Jenks help us with the Q&A panel afterwards. Tom was doing a workshop there, and he had quite a bit of a following that came to attend, and they most of them showed up. Um, to watch the path evolution. It was really great to meet people in person. So that was really exciting. And then we are headed down to Atlanta, Georgia, July 22nd. And Tom is going to join us again for the Q&A panel down there. We're going to show the path evolution at the Unity North Church in Atlanta, Georgia. And it's going to be held in the Peace Chapel, which is a little bit of a smaller venue. It seats about 60 people. And tickets are $10, so it, that's going to be a first-come, first-serve. Some people have asked if we can, um, if they can buy tickets at the door, but because it's so small of a venue, we are hoping that all the tickets will sell out online. So if you're interested in that and want to sit down with Tom and have a Q&A afterwards, make sure you purchase your ticket online through our website at thepathseries.com. Um, we have links there for Eventbrite to be able to purchase your tickets. After our screening here at the Monroe Institute, we are doing the New York premiere this coming Tuesday, July 12th at the Saratoga Arts Center, right in my own backyard in Saratoga Springs, New York. And we have another nice Q&A panel there. We have Carol Von Canal, who is a Reiki master, Hillary Ramo, and Brenda Jenks is going to join us again. And that is $20 a ticket because it is a larger Q&A panel and it's the premiere there. So we're really excited. We have almost all of the tickets sold. I think maybe about 20 left. So we're hoping to fill that room as well. So we just really want to thank everybody for supporting us and coming out to the screenings. Okay, so what I thought I would do is, as many of you know and you've listened, uh, you know that I have a private practice and I run a lot of different groups, meditation groups, uh, women's wellness series and stuff like that. And currently I am in the midst of running a seven-week women's wellness series and it is based on the chakras. And we've called my series Love, Courage, and Freedom. So all of the women who are attending it are really trying to work on how to love themselves more, to love others more to have the courage to live the life that they really want to and to feel that freedom of what it feels like when you move past some of your fear and have the courage to do what it is that you want to do. So I found this really great book. I have it here right in front of me, so you might hear me turn some pages here. 
But I found a book about the chakras and their archetypes, and that is what this book is called, Chakras and Their Archetypes, Uniting Energy Awareness and Spiritual Growth by Ambika Waters. And if you've never heard of the chakra system, the Sanskrit word chakra literally translate to mean a wheel or a disc. And in yoga, meditation, or Ayurveda, it refers to the wheels of energy throughout the body. Now, I've read many different texts, and it says that we basically all have seven main chakras, but I've also read that we have chakras uh, that come out of our hands, our feet, and our eyes. And also, with the main seven chakras, uh, which are aligned through the spine, starting from the base of the spine to the crown of the head, that there's actually seven layers to each chakra. And one of my teachers once said that the chakras are an encyclopedia to our lives and past lives. So I am just going to focus on the root chakra for this podcast today, and then we will probably have me come back on and kind of go through the rest if you guys are finding this an interesting podcast. So... The seven chakras basically are the root chakra, which is kind of at the base. Then we have moving up to the sacral chakra, which is where the womb is, right below the belly button. The third chakra is our stomach chakra. And then moving up to the heart chakra, the throat chakra, the third eye chakra, and then the crown chakra. And I also know that, or I've heard the pronunciation be chakra, which I think is how it's really pronounced, but here in America we say chakra. So hope you guys don't mind that. But there's so many different things that you can teach about the chakras. I mean, not only just the meanings of them and looking at the archetypes, but all of the chakras have different sound frequencies. You can do a whole class on different essential oils that coordinate with the different chakras. You can do crystal therapy and gemstones. So there's just countless ways to be able to teach the chakra system to people. But I really was interested in finding out more about the archetypes that were associated with each chakra. And an archetype basically represents a particular fixed pattern of human behavior, and it can give us the positive and negative qualities within us. Now, I'm sure some of you have heard of archetypes before, like the deities of ancient Greece and Rome, the god and goddesses of war, love and healing. Um, some other archetypes that I can think about would be the Wicked Witch or the Knight in Shining Armor. And so this book takes us through what the different archetypes are of each chakra. And each chakra has two archetypes. So one archetype is when the chakra is out of balance. And then the other archetype is when the chakra is in balance. And with the root chakra, this author describes that we are looking at the victim versus the mother archetype. So the root chakra really is about our connection, our base, kind of our survival. Um, what we see a lot that happens when the root chakra is out of balance is fear. And I see such a correlation between the movies that we do um, and the research that we've done in you know, speaking to all the people that we interviewed in our films with the work that I'm doing in my private practice. And so the root chakra really resonates with a lot of people because when we get fearful, the root chakra tends to go out of balance quite quickly. The root chakra is also about our survival. So um, anything that really threatens your survival can really make the root chakra go a little crazy. So some life circumstances that can put you into more of a victim mode or have the root chakra go out of balance would be things like divorce, illness, death, 
bankruptcy, money issues, but anything that really ungrounds you and can make you feel like a victim um, in, in your life. So how do we recognize the victim? How do we recognize when we are out of balance within the root chakra? Now, also with the chakras, they say when something goes out of balance, if it's not dealt with on an emotional level, we can start to manifest things on the physical level. So some ways to notice if the root chakra is out of balance is some people will have problems with the colon, your bladder, lower back pain, problems with the legs and the feet, and more of the psychological stuff can also be eating disorders, which I found pretty interesting. And that makes sense to me with some of the people that I've worked with over a period of time. So how do we recognize it? So in recognizing the victim, this is usually when we feel like we are at the mercy of outside forces and the world is just kind of working against us. Like, why me? Can you believe what happened to me? Um, And really losing our sense of power. When we're in that victim mode, we believe that all of our choices have been taken away and that our fate is outside of our control. So it just feels like no matter what we're doing, no matter what we're trying, life is against us. Now, when the root chakra is out of balance, we can also stay very stuck and frozen in a state of fear, terror, or desperation. Usually this feels very much like a helpless state. We're feeling really reliant on the external world, um, Sometimes emotional victims are people who have a difficult time reestablishing their lives after tragedy, separation, or loss. So you say you do go through a divorce, or you have an illness, or you lose your house. People who are more in that victim archetype feel like that they can never get ahead. Uh, they have a really hard time bouncing back after tragedy. Maybe people have lower levels of resilience. And the attitude that makes them a victim is that they're also kind of blaming. They're feeling that someone else is responsible for what has happened to them or somebody is doing something to them. So in order to change the victim mentality, we want to begin to regain a sense of choice. And we want to change the idea that we're at the mercy of other people or a situation. So it's really taking responsibility for all of your feelings, your behaviors, and your actions and really stopping the blame game. Now, as we begin to move out of the victim archetype, what we're really all trying to establish on the opposite end of the root chakra being more balanced is the mother archetype. So what does that mean? How do we recognize when we're actually mothering ourselves? And I say this a lot in my practice to my clients, and some of you may have heard this work before, but I truly believe that we all have an inner child, an inner critic, and an inner parent. And A lot of people have had some sort of wounding in their childhood, and depending upon what type of parent you might have had, maybe you really didn't have a great role model of what parenting looked like. And sometimes when we go into a state of being a victim or we have tragedy or loss that happens, our inner child can begin to tantrum a little bit. And what we need the most is somebody to come in and just say it's okay, um, that everything is going to be fine, to calm down, to not freak out, to stop the tantrum. So when we're looking at balancing the root chakra archetype and moving into the mother archetype, it's how do we all become to be our own better parent and how do we mother ourselves? So if we're recognizing the mother qualities of the root chakra, we begin to see our ability to nourish and look after the life force within us with care and sensitivity. So we're not judging ourselves here. We're really just what a very good mother would do is just kind of look at you with love, unconditional love, 
and really try to nourish you and kind of bring you back to life. Also within the mother archetype, we're learning how to take care of ourselves and respect our needs. And this really is a form of just trying to develop our own mother within and also connecting more to what they call earth energy. And when you're in touch with your mother energy, you know your body's limitations, your emotional strength and fragility, and your mental ability to think clearly. And when we're connecting with this mother archetype and being our own good mothers, what we're really trying to do is help ourselves be well and feel safe. So the opposite of the victim energy is fear. And what do we need? We need to nourish ourselves to feel more safety and to feel calm and to shift us out of that fear. The other thing with the taking responsibility for yourself and developing the mother archetype, it means that you have to have an understanding of what you need and letting yourself have it to the best of your ability. And this means knowing what to do, for example, when you're stressed and tired or need to replenish your energy. And it also means that you really have to think about how you're spending your time and who you're choosing to spend your time with. So it's really important as you're trying to shift out of the victim archetype and into the mother that you have to think about what the most perfect ideal mother would be and then can you give yourself some of those some, can you give yourself some of that that own support and really mother yourself to come out of that fear to come out of that victim so in taking responsibility for yourself and moving from the victim archetype the first thing that you have to do is really be honest about your feelings. And I know that this sounds really simple, but you really have to own it. You have to own it and recognize when maybe you are feeling the victim and being honest about it with yourself and saying, okay, yep, here I am. I'm feeling like the world's against me, that this sucks and this is not fair. And I feel like tantruming right now because my inner child is completely freaked out. But once you start to do that, you begin to step into a process of more empowerment. And when you can tell the truth about how you're feeling, you can begin to kind of break through the negativity of the life that you might be going through. Now, in this, in this book, The Chakras and Their Archetypes, the other thing that she has in every chapter with each archetype are affirmations and ways to begin to shift the energy. So I just want to give these to you because, and you might want to write them down. And these are affirmations that you might want to practice. If you are going through something in your life right now that is kind of shaking up your root, shaking up the base, shaking up the stability of your life, the affirmations to correct the victim archetype would be, I honor myself at all times. I am now doing the very best for myself that I possibly can. I forgive and release the past and live in the here and now. I take responsibility for who I am and how my life is. And again, that last one's really good because it's really shifting into taking control of your life. You know, the world's not happening to you, but you are now in control and you are in the driver's seat and it's up to you to decide how you're going to move forward in life. Some of the affirmations to develop the mother archetype and balance the root chakra energy would be, I honor the mother in me, which knows the best for me at all times. I release all doubts and fears, which block the way for love and abundance to come into my life. I know I am worth giving myself the things I need. So I've really been enjoying the seven week woman's wellness series. And this is a little bit about what we did in our first class with the root chakra and taking a look at the victim versus mother archetype. Now the second chakra is the sacral chakra and 
the two archetypes in that is the martyr versus the empress and emperor. And I'm thinking probably what we'll do is we'll continue this podcast maybe next week, depending upon if we have some guests come on. And if not, I'll be able to fill in and continue with the chakra series. So I hope you all enjoyed it. And again, if you're looking to purchase a good book, the one that I'm using is Chakras and Their Archetypes, Uniting Energy Awareness and Spiritual Growth by Ambika Waters. So we hope you enjoyed today and we'll be talking soon. Take care.